Hi everyone, Shalom Uvracha, and welcome back to our second installment of our Emuna series, recapping the Shabbos afternoon classes that we have here in Shirat David on Shabbos afternoon, where we try to recap and highlight some of the very uh, important teachings that we're learning here on a topic that you can never get enough of, and that is strengthening our Emuna. All of these shurim have been deeply inspired by the words of Rabbi Leo D who has ignited all of us with a, a newfound approach and depth of connection to the necessity of learning emuna on a daily basis. This last year that we did was based on the teachings of Rav Erez Moshe Doron, a contemporary con- contemporary Breslover leader here in Eretz Yisrael. And his words, uh, his writings are uh, very popular amongst the Israelis seen here, but We've been working with a lot of his texts over the years, and it's definitely found a place in our heart. And I wanted to share with you an angle that he chose uh, to approach the the topic of emunah in a very beautiful way. And he began by quoting part of a story from Rabbi Nachman's Sipurei Masiot, Rabbi Nachman's Tales, where it's a story, unlike the other stories, where it has a very abrupt and weird ending. Very abrupt and weird ending. Um, I guess the best way to to give it over is not the whole story, but the context is that there was a family, a Jewish family that made some kind of a deal with the local poets regarding the area that they were, uh, the home they were renting. The bottom line is that it ended up being really bad for them. And then Rabbi Nachman kind of stops the, the story and he says, the story, the ending of the story is that, well, God is leading the whole world. And just stops like that. It does, it's not a story of, oh, and at the end, um, it was all perfect and it all worked out. No, the story, the, the story ends by saying, Hashem runs the world. And pretty strange. I mean, usually, like we said by Rabbi Nachman's stories, there is this ending where Everything is everything adds up, makes sense, and it's generally positive and and uh, an optimistic, happy, uh, happy ending. Uh, that, over here, it's not like that. And the question you have about a story like that is like, how does that answer anything? Why, why would you even tell me the story if there isn't an ending like like we're used to? And especially since. You know, we have a Pasuk in Ha'azinu. Um, the Pasuk is Kele Muna Ve'en Avel. God is a God of faith and there's no, there's nothing wrong. It's all tzedek and yashar, justice and honesty and truth and peace. And Rabbi Nachman is basically saying to us, let's let's re, re-examine and re-understand what does it mean that everything is, is tzedek, everything is tzedek, everything is righteous, everything adds up. What does it mean that everything adds up? And the stories that we're used to, it has to. I have to see that it adds up in order for it to make sense to me. And it's very clear that, you know, we're living in a story right now that is not currently in a happy ending. Um, with all the good that exists, and and and, and this Amunashir is not um, realize everything is good, and that's the real tikkun. It's not not that's not where we're coming from. Rather, to acknowledge that, wait a second, wait a second, there is still so much suffering and so much concealment 
and so much confusion and so many people that this story that we just quoted before about the story currently right now with an abrupt ending of and God is leading the world, that's more or less the narrative right now. So Rav Erez, he sends us to Rabbi Nachman's words. And Rabbi Nachman has a very statement, a very famous statement in Sichot Aran Lamed Gimel, the 33rd piece in uh, Rabbi Nachman's Sichot Aran. And I'm going to quote it to you. It says like this. Etzel ha'olam emuna hudavar katan. Ve'etzli emuna hudavar gadol me'od. By the world, the concept of emuna is a small thing. It's a minor thing. It's not the emphasis. But by me, Rabbi Nachman says, Emuna is a huge thing. It's a tremendous thing. The ikara emuna, what emuna really boils down to, who shum chokhmot vechakirot klal rak bepshitut gamur. And what is emuna all about? Without chokhmas, without oversmarting, without chakirot, without investigating, just with utmost simplicity. This topic of Emuna by Rabbi Nachman, stemming from a world of utmost simplicity, is found many times in the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. But what is he basically saying? When Rabbi Nachman says, Emuna by me is a very big thing, what kind of Emuna is Rabbi Nachman speaking about? He's speaking about Emuna that it's without questions, without kashias. It, it's, it's the type of Emuna that when I have a story that's not adding up, but the ending of the story is and God is running the whole show and God is running the world. I probably have to understand that that actually answers all my questions in such a deeper and more profound way than any of the answers I think I usually generally need. What does that mean? So obviously when you're, when you're reading a story and even there could be a balagan in the story, like let's say we're learning some, a story from the Torah or from Megillat Esther. Let's go to Megillat Esther. You learn the first few prakim. Crazy balagan. Craziness. But you're calm because you know there's a good ending that's waiting, right? And it's good that you're waiting. But it's good that you're waiting to hear that the end worked out. But really, Rabbi Nachman says, that's not a chokhmah. Because believing is in the place where you actually don't know what's going to be at the end. Believing is dafka bamakom, that you don't understand the higayon, you don't understand the logic of the story that you're reading, or that you're in. Uh, you don't understand how it could end like this, and that this is how things are being managed. You know, stories that we love and that calm us down are, are, are stories that we know the end is good and that doesn't rile us up. Rabbi Nachman, it's li emunahu davar gadol me'od. This concept of emunah by Rabbi Nachman is a, is a much bigger thing than a story that ends the way that it calms me down and adds up in my mind. So, throughout the throughout our, our, our generations and throughout our history, the Chachamim have always pondered upon the question, what is the most important thing that a person should be working on? So, Often people will go to the midah of anava. A person's got to work on their humility more than anything. Or a person has to work on their zrizut, on doing things faster, not, not procrastinating. Or simcha, obviously. And, and 
there, th throughout the years, there have been many different answers as to what is the Ikar Avodah, and in different generations, the, the answer is different. Really, what's that, like that one thing that a person should be working about? But the Gemara, actually, in Masechet Makot, on the fourth page in Masechet Makot, it's actually the Gemara that answers that question for us through the, the prophet Chavakuk. Chavakuk Anavi, he's buried up in northern Israel. I was the privilege of, of uh, visiting the area of his gravesite a few years ago. Not so well known, but it's up there in the north. And Chavakuk uh, says, He took everything, uh, and, and he said, everything's important to work on, whether it's 10 things, 7 things, 3 things, 2 things, but really it's all on one thing. And what is that one thing that is the nekudah ha-merkazit, the main thing that a person should be working on? Tzadik be'emunato yichye. It's an amazing thing. Working on living through your emunah. It's so funny because, I don't know, funny is the right word, it's strange that we work on so many different things when it comes to avodat Hashem. Look at all the svarim we have and all the different things people are learning and working on, but working on emuna and living through the emuna that we are constantly working on is the foundation upon which everything else can stand. Like at the end of the day, especially in this last generation that we're in, it's so clear. It's so clear that the special thing about our, our door is that we know it's about emuna. Chabakuk comes and says, "When you know everything's going to stand on on you, last generation, everything, all the good midot, everything you ever had to work on, it's going to come and be standing on you. How important it is for you, for you and your door to understand. That's we're waiting for this door to realize everything is dependent on how much people are working on emuna, and and it makes the question even deeper. Rav Erez was sharpening the question. It's like, how are we supposed to understand this? We look at the world. We want to believe that there's justice. That we want to believe." that there's righteousness. We want to believe that there's good. And, and, and look, it, it doesn't look like this. Again, there's always bright bright lights. I'm surrounded here in, in, in our chevra, in our community with so many bright lights and bright moments, but it seems that evil and sheker and lies and, and those that are, those that I wouldn't necessarily represent the, the loyalty movement, right? It seems they're on top. It seems they're on top. Every day you hear about another so-called gadol that's that's falling, that has a whole parsha with them. Every day you hear about another story that basically portrays the exact opposite of what it sort of portrayed a minute before. What, what, what's going on over here? So there's a tradition from the Magid of Mizrich. Um, the Magid of Mizrich said something Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing deep, but very, very hard. But it, really crucial for our learning today. So the Magid of Mizrich, right, the Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, the success of the Baal Shem Tov, he said that before Geula comes, the world is going to be managed in, in the manner where it'll look through our eyes that everything is upside down. You'll see Rishaim, and liars and cheats and crooks, they're going to be on top. And it's and it's going to look like whoever chooses emuna is the one that's suffering. The one that chooses emuna is going to be seen as the one that was is not with the program. He's, he's not with the program. And he even says the words that, that if fire is going to come down from heaven, it's going to look like fire is going to come, be coming down from heaven. 
to the, he says, the Nevi'e Habal, the prophets of Baal. He's referring there to the story, the famous story of Eliyahu and Hara Carmel, when he had 400 false evil prophets who came with their korbanot, and they had a way of, it's a whole story, and it's not for now, but the way that they were able to cause what seemed like the fire from heaven that would come on Dafka and take their korbanot, it's gonna, their sacrifices, accept their sacrifices. The Magid is saying that's what, it, that's what it's going to look like right before Mashiach comes. It's going to be a, a situation that it's going to be, it's going to look like Sheker is real. And that those that are walking around with Sheker, they're the ones that Kivyachol are running the show. And what's the result? What's the result of, of feeling like that and seeing that kind of mitzvah? You get weak, it weakens you. Because everyone's saying to themselves, look, I choose good and I see that bad is. Matzliach and, and succeeding, and whoever's whoever's faking it, whoever's lying, he's more matzliach. And whoever chooses good, he has to suffer more. And, and why is this? Because this weakens our emuna. And when a person wants to lead chazek and be and be more yashar without games, it seems like he's inviting more balagan in this world. So, so Rav Erez referred us to a, a teaching from Rabbi Nachman where he quotes a pasuk from Eov. Now listen to this pasuk; it's startling. The Pasuk in Eov says, God is going to be holding the whole world, the land, and he's going to lenaer, he's going to be shaking, like he's going to be shaking up the world. And this shaking of the world is coming to get rid of Anyone that's not holding on to what's real, which is emunah. And it, and it looks like it looks like there's very little control. It looks like there's, God forbid, less management, less justice, less righteousness happening in the world. But everything that we've worked on in our life is for the moments we're in right now. To hold on for dear life to that which we know is emet, the world of emunah. And there is some kind of an earthquake taking place in the world. It's it's perhaps a little bit more subtle or it's less visible and more concealed than we would like to we would like it to be. But I think that this this point that Rav Erez Moshe Daron is, is 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 building up for us, and it's a much longer shear, but for today, this is what I really wanted to focus on, is that God is shaking the whole world. God is shaking up the whole world. And we're still in the process of it being shaken up. And it still seems that those that are holding on for dear life are the ones that are still suffering. And I'm, of course, thinking about our, our dear neighbors, the D family, who are, their world was shaken up like never, like, like, like no one. And they're holding on with Emuna, giving us a hand to hold on with Emuna. It's all boiling. It's all boiling down to this. We should never, God forbid, have to be tested with such such concealment. But each person in their own life has to remember. Rabbi Nachman says, "Emuna is a davar gadol," meaning to be able to hold on in times like this is a davar gadol. Remember, even though the world says it's you're just being a cop out because you don't want to deal with life, or you're just being a cop out because you're you're avoiding progressive, whatever, you're avoiding progressive thinking, 
really, when it boils down to it, emunah is a davar gadol me'od, emunah is a big thing, and choosing pashtut, choosing simplicity, meaning choosing to simply focus on what I have, like we learned last week, and not on what I don't have, that's a very, very big thing. That's much bigger than solving all the problems we have in our mind, and it's much deeper and more rewarding than even receiving all the answers we think we've been waiting for. That'll explain everything. Why? Because no matter what ending of a story we need in order to calm ourselves down, the most calming sentence in any story is, that Hashem is running the whole show. Now again, when I say that, does that mean everything gets solved? Maybe by you, yes, and by me, not yet. But what it does is that it aligns me with that pasuk in Eeyu of, of like, yala, the earthquake is happening. Hold on tight. Nachon, it would have made much more sense to us that after six million we're in gas chambers, we come here to Eretz Yisrael, we build it up, and Mashiach comes. Because we don't deserve it. And yet we see that Am Yisrael is still suffering. And it's like a, it's a, it's a real tricky type of suffering because it's like slow suffering. One down here, one down there, two down here, two brothers here, two sisters here. It's like this slow, very, very suffocating, a slow suffocating type of suffering. And yet now, we hear Chabakuk Anavi and he said it all boils down to that last generation like the Magid the Message described that it's all going to be boiling down to hold on tight hold on tight to daven to have it to daven to have emunah to speak about emunah like we spoke about last week these are big things they're not little things they're much bigger than the world likes to would want to give it credit Let's keep on going strong every week, just a little bit more, a little bit more. And Bezrat Hashem like this, that which matters the most, which is Mar Emuna, will be will continue to be strengthened ad blidai and give others help as well. And please, God, we will all truly feel the Hanhagav Hashemid Barach, that Hashem is running the whole world. And we're privileged to get sneak peeks here and there, but Baruch Hashem, there's a longing desire to not just get sneak peeks. We want to see the whole movie.